Hallelujah, people of God. Shalom, 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 shalom. Evening, everyone. My God. I've missed all of you like something. My God. God bless you. Keep sharing, keep sharing, keep sharing. Invite all your friends and loved ones. Invite everybody. Anita Pobi. Ow. It's been a long time. How are you doing? So, mommy. How is um, your sister? Oh, Beatrice. Ow. I've missed all of you. Oh, oh. Rounds is not permitting daddy to always be online, but no matter the matter, we are still eagles and we will fly. God bless you. Keep sharing. Amma Udru. God bless you. God bless you. Deborah. Ajay. God bless you. Akusia. God bless you. Eunice Enchi. God bless you. God bless you. Keep sharing. Keep sharing. Today, I want to be very... um father father like as i can uh, today take me as a father ask me any question huh? what oh mountain or freedom mountain so so you said that let me go get it for you okay thank you very much God bless. All right, keep sharing, keep sharing, keep sharing. The eagle's son, oh my son, Frank, Osofo, how are you doing? The way I've missed you guys. Eh? Oh. Today I want to be as father-like as I can. So um, ask any question you want to ask a father. If you turn it to be much more spiritual, I like that. You know, it will, it will go over you. But I'm trying to lower the, you know the ladder so you can when you hear it from my voice you can see that I'm trying to be as a normal father as everybody would want 
So um, if you ask spiritual questions, they don't be too bad. So try and ask. You can ask any relationship question. Today I want it to be much more of relationship and marriage, and you know, so that we can help ourselves. Oh, Frank, the way I miss you, so I will make time and see you tomorrow, okay? God bless you. The Pastor Oisa, man of God, how are you doing? I salute grace, also more grace, more grace. Glory to Jesus. I'm also doing well by God's grace. Oh, Jennifer. Oh, Jenny. Jenny. Look for daddy, what? Look for daddy. The way you people, hey, at least somebody should call. It's like, oh, daddy, how are you doing? Have you, have you eaten something today? It will be unfair. Hmm? Nobody will call and ask about uh, my well-being but they will go and say pastor is not calling us pastor is not calling us when we are even sick pastor is saying hey but you have you called pastor You have not called pastor, but you want pastor to call you. Okay. And so please, today is today. You can ask any question. Today I want us to come down and talk like a father talking to the children. So if there is something worrying you, don't worry. Maybe you have received broken heart recently. You are not the only person who has whose heart has been broken before. So. Can you all hear me, please?
put it in the top or put it in this one. Hello, can you all hear me please? Alright. Alright, great, great. Please keep sharing, keep sharing, keep sharing. Invite your friends and loved ones. Tell them that um, today daddy says he wants to be a father more than a prophet. So if you have any question, some of you, you have, you see, let me tell you. Let's get this straight. Some of you, you feel very shy when you are talking to me, especially my daughter, Gloria. Gloria feels shy when she's talking to me. Hey! And you know, it is a sign of honor and respect. I, I believe that. Yeah, I know. But there are times that, you know, you need to come to your father and say, Daddy, this is the matter. Some of, this is why some of you, when you are even entering into relationships, you are hiding. You keep hiding. Elsie. You are preserved. You are preserved in the name of Jesus. I cancel stagnancy from your life in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. What the Lord has called you into will not be stopped in the name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. All right. Please, let's interact. Man of God, the prophet Moses, God bless you. God bless you, man of God. God bless you, man of God. God bless you. Please keep sharing. Keep sharing. Keep sharing. Thank you, mighty God. There is yet another moment, and so God, we ask that you will breathe upon us your spirit. The Bible said, and you breathe even upon the disciples, and they went about, they healed the sick, they raised the dead and you casted out devils by your spirit we ask in the name of the lord jesus that this evening is a moment that you lord will hijack for your glory breathe upon us let words of wisdom that transforms life be released from the bowels of the spirit into the lives of your people 
we pray if there is anybody struggling with anything let the wisdom and power of god set them free from that attack of the enemy in the mighty name of jesus do this to glorify yourself in jesus precious mighty name amen hallelujah 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 all right we bless god we bless god god bless you how are you doing tough mommy how's everyone wow glory to jesus glory to jesus and please today and then the bomb of chikakra we are near two days and meters of okamusu first let me beat your back small some of you you don't call prof to check up on god honestly don't worry about the calls but at least Because that's what they call the um, we all know it is scriptural and it is spiritual as well that when you call <laughs> but at least you see that is why every morning I make sure I send a text in the um Eagles Mountain International Worldwide page. Can you all hear me please? Yeah, every morning I'll just send the text. Shalom morning eagles. I believe everybody is doing well. And only few people will reply. Only few people will reply. I mean few. And later, these same people that did not reply will come and say Prof doesn't even check up on us. He doesn't think about us. And You see the whole matter. That some of the people that will actually reply, some of them will know that oh, at this time the prof is online, so they can try and just you know private message me, and you can just keep in touch. Even if I'm busy, I'll let you know. Oh yeah, I'm a little busy, so I'll get back to you soon. You know, sometimes it soon might be a day or two days, but still, it is soon. But those who will not reply, eh? <laughs> so please, thank you, Holy Spirit. At least check up on your pastor. Huh? Check up on your pastor. I think this evening my network is really worried. Is it from my side or? Is it okay now? Can you all hear?
all right all right that's great that's great anointed eagle's gift my daughter how are you doing Wow, glory to Jesus. Glory to Jesus. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Okay, so we have entered into the season of questions and answers. If there is any question you have, I was trying to um, lower the, the bar so that it can come to normal questions. You know, maybe you have a question with regards to life, marriage, relationship, anything. Can you all hear me, please? Alright, great. So, I said I wanted to lower the bar so people could ask questions um, about, no, about normal life, you know, relationship, marriage, and all those kind of stuff. But um, if you make it spiritual, I'm there to help. Because you see, most of the times, Many people are going through certain issues that they are much afraid to talk about, you know, to pastors. Because they think pastors will preach with your situation. And that is our issue. By the time you realize we are preaching with your, your, your issue, which you came to tell us. Jennifer said, please, does God really replace his frustrations with contentment? If yes, why? Frustrations with contentment. As in, you are frustrated, but you become content in the situation you are in, or what? Is that what you are trying to mean? No, 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 no. There's nothing like that. The whole thing is first discover what God is saying about every situation. And the whole thing, whether you like it or yes, there is something God is saying about every situation in your life. So that you will not be like those who are in trouble. And that trouble, it was the devil that brought it upon them to destroy them. But they they take the trouble to be like God is trying to test them. No. We have temptations and we have tests. They are not the same. God doesn't tempt, but he will test you. The main goal of an examination is not to fail you. That is why we call it a class test, not a class temptation. 
So temptation is different from test. The main goal of test is to measure and weigh your strength in that which you claim you have studied so that we can decide whether you are to be promoted or repeated. That is why when you even fail an examination, we don't take you from GHS 3 to GHS 2. It is either you are repeated or promoted. You don't demote. But the main purpose of temptation is demote you from where you are to a lower region. So when you are frustrated, ask God about the issue of frustration. Because there are certain frustrations God can be the originator of them. God will not let you fall sick. He will not kill you. But when it comes to frustrations, in fact, He will not be the one that will put the frustration on you. But He can organize a certain atmosphere that you fall into. Let me give an example. God's plan for you is to stay in Ghana and do ministry. But your own plan is you want to travel. And he went to pay a certain connection man. And he gave you, the door was open. It is not God, that is not a testimony. Don't, you can't go to church and say God opened a traveling door for There are many people testifying about things God is not in. It is either, it is their, some of them, the thing they are actually testifying about is totally against the will of God for them at that moment. You get it? So now, you work the thing and you got the door to travel and you are now in the U.S. God's main purpose for you was to stay in Ghana and do ministry. But you are now in the U.S. trying to get money to take care of the family. It is not a bad thing, but it is not according to God's way. The main purpose of God for you is the most important thing. Your family was a passage route. This is why there are many things we need to understand. And when we begin to talk about these things specifically, it will look like we are insulting family, but that is not the truth. If you are not focused on God's will, eh, somebody can use natural and human wisdom to let you think you are not doing good things. Let me be plain with you. The main goal, especially let's, let's talk about marriage for instance. When a person has matured to the stage of getting married, this is what the Bible says, for this reason, a man will leave his father and mother. So you have left your parents. So now the question is, who is not taking care of the parents? Let me put this at the back of your mind as youngsters, so that you will not become like some of our great grandfathers. There is a hard truth I'm about to say. Some of you will not be happy with it. But this is the point. Listen to me. No matter the matter, it is not the responsibility of the child to take care of the parents. <laughs> I, I said this. Some of you will never understand what I'm saying. You will never understand. I'm telling you, this is scriptural, biblical. Go to Israel. Go to Jewish history and culture. You understand what I'm saying? You will understand what I'm talking about. You realize that when a man, ah, look at Jacob, he went to get married. He left his father's house 
and he met a man called Laban and he saw a woman in the man's house and that was the, woman, the man's daughter the guy worked for seven years to get the, the lady they gave him a wrong one he said no this is not the one i want they said at this place you have to marry the elderly person before the younger one he said no this is not the one i also what can i do again to get the one i actually want he said wait for another seven years he did and after that he took both ladies took them away from their father and he left so at that point the father would never know the way about of the ladies again the same way the father of Jacob doesn't even know the way about of Jacob he's gone they go and start their own life now if these two people that have gotten married want to take care of their own parents it is their own plan it is not a biblical or spiritual responsibility some people will say what I'm saying is foolishness it's not true but I'm telling you the truth so that you will know <laughs> when your children don't take care of you it is not a case that you are going to curse them what children are supposed to do to you is to honor you and honor can be in so many ways Yeah. Are you all getting the point I'm making? Some of you don't understand this statement. Can I say something here? This is the miracle. Jesus made certain statements here that people still have not understood. He said, I came to separate the mothers and, and the children. Didn't you read that scripture? He said, I came to bring separation between the children and the appearance. I don't know if you have read that scripture. Let me try and get you that scripture. Oh, some of you have read that scripture before. What does it mean? What I'm trying to tell is not, it's not that when you, when you get rich and maybe you get more, don't take care of your mother. That's not what I'm saying. Taking care of your mother at that point is not a responsibility. It is an honor. Your responsibility is to take care of your children. So if they did not take care of you, it is their own matter. So what you do when you give birth, you honor your parents, but you take, it is your, you can't say you won't take care of your children. It's a lie. That is what they were supposed to do to you. You taking care of them is not a responsibility, but an honor. That is why, when you don't take care of your own children, it is a curse unto you. But when your children take care of you, it becomes a blessing of long life unto your children. I don't know if you are getting the picture here. So listen, you are young. Let me tell you this. When you grow, you give birth. When you give birth, my dear, you have to understand you are a channel through which God brought that child to this earth to fulfill a destiny. You are not the reason why the child is here. God is the reason why. If all parents are understanding this, and can hear me you. Because there are people married, they are struggling. Some mothers will go and sit, go and stay in their own children's homes. What are, those, what are they looking for?
I'm telling you, you I know I'm, I know what I'm saying. I know what I'm saying. Some parents they think that so long as they are giving birth to you, what co school will be it is your responsibility. They want to even know the salary you are taking. It is an honor, I'm telling you. The moment the thing comes to your responsibility, it reduces in value. Because when it comes to honor, honor is even bigger than responsibility. Just that when we talk about responsibility, it is actually linked to a legal thing. This is why when you are a man and you give birth to your child and don't take care of the child, even the government can arrest you. But the government cannot arrest you because you are not taking care of your mother. Are you getting the picture here? Yeah, but your own children are ah, massa. They, they can arrest you right now. When you go to places like the US and all those places, they don't joke with children over there. So if you fool around, you are in trouble. Yeah, so get this. Take care of your mothers. Anna them. Wherever you stand, mention their names. That is not a responsibility, it is an honor. Do you even know that when you even marry her, God thinks so much of your wife and your children than your parents? Some people will never understand this. Some people will never understand what I'm saying. What I'm saying is much more biblical. <laughs> This is the reason why when you are ready for marriage, the Bible says you leave your mother and father. What does it mean to leave your mother and father? At this point, when your mother is in need and your wife is in need as well, what is God trying to tell you to do as the first thing? Do you attend to your mother before you attend to your wife? Let me speak to you about biblical truth. According to scripture, when a man marries, he takes care of his wife first before his mother. This is this is Bible. Because listen, your mother is a channel through which you came to fulfill a destiny, and that your and that your destiny, the helper of that your destiny is your wife. Your wife is the greatest, or your wife or husband is the greatest destiny helper ever, or the greatest destiny destroyer ever. God is so much focused on your destiny than who gave birth to you. Even though who gave birth to you in a way can also affect your destiny. But I'm telling you, there are there are people. Oh Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ. I know many of. I said today the thing I'm about to say. Some of you get confused. Especially the young guys now, in the family, you, know, you lift your mothers more than the one you are marrying or the one you are married to. You are making a, a, a great mistake. I'm not saying that don't take care of your mother. Me, I'm going to take care of my mother, Papa. I will buy her a house. I will buy her a car. I will buy her everything. But let me talk to you. My mother is not my wife. My mother cannot give birth with me. It can't happen. And the children I'm going to give birth to, they are also... So you see, 
when I get married, eh, one of the main purpose of me getting married, Kriana, is that because of the prophetic assignment upon me, God doesn't want that prophetic assignment to just be truncated or cut off. God wants to preserve another generation of prophets through me, and my mother cannot give that one. It is hidden inside me. So it is only through my wife that those generations of prophets can also come forth. This is what look at all. I saw from from the beginning, the devil will hijack their destinies. Among the years, stubborn. But along the line, definitely, some of them will come out and become great men of God. This is what God does. When a man of God marries, the devil knows something. Only say, it is inside the DNA of that man to bring forth another prophetic generation. And he will attack. This is where God is looking at in marriage. But we know what you mean. You see, right now when we begin to talk about scriptures and God's original intent and plan, people use tradition to talk it. People are talking, you see, and I am agreed because right now cultural values, traditional beliefs have entered into the church to a point where when pastors are preaching, they can't teach scripture. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. My mother, God used my mom to bring me forth. I cannot end it there. There is another generation of prophetic and apostolic people that God wants to raise through me. And that one, my mother cannot help it. She has done her best. So it is my duty to honor my mother. I will honor her. Sure. Those times, when, when our focuses were not on God, my mother would be praying at dawn, mentioning my name, Oh God, my son, touch his heart. Oh God, oh God, oh God. I want to give you some few keys. Some of you understand. Some of you too will not understand. Based on your traditional and cultural values. And where you are coming from. Now listen, we are talking scripture. And we are talking the wisdom of God. And a way to live at peace with all men. In order to fulfill destiny. Let me be plain and truthful to you. Oh, Jesus Christ is Lord. Listen. Some of you, your parents have struggled a lot. To get you... To where you are some of you single parents your mother only like me for instance when my dad died i was three years old my mom and i was the fifth child my mom took care of all my sisters and me as well Charlie, it won't be easy the woman was doing every kind of work she was selling bread she would stop because things are not going well she would go and sell this some of the things they even told me that she sold, some of them don't exist in our time now. I'm telling you. She sat me down one time and she was telling me that, you see, those times when we were in senior high school, so when the students finish eating, they are back and there are certain children that will come and pick, and Kumasi will call it sope. The students will come and pick those foods and go and eat. My mom told me that is what she used to go and fetch. From Okes, if you know Okes, or say to senior high school, Tafo, to go and fetch that food and bring it home. 
they will recoup the oh Jesus. They will recoup the food for the entire family to eat. Me, I didn't know anything. This is the woman. She pushed me in prayer. She pushed me everywhere. And when she she knew that God told her before I was born that I will give birth, you will give birth to a son and you will be a prophet. So when I was growing up, that my focus was not on God. It was actually a thorn in her flesh. She would pray at dawn. And sometimes when I return from school and I hear, I sleep like in my sleep, I would hear my mom praying, God, my son said, my son said, turn his heart towards you. So the very day I got baptized by the Holy Ghost, I could see my mom's face. She was the most happiest person on earth. It was a Saturday evening. And on Sunday morning, we went to church. I saw my mom dancing. I've never seen such before. She knew that God has touched her son. She knew it. She knew it. I said, God, if this is the only thing I came to this earth to do, I am happy. I could see this and I was very excited. People of God, I need to honor my mother. She had paid the price. Some of you, the main reason why I cry your mother is alive and why God brought your mother forth was to give birth to you. Especially Gloria. The main reason that God made your mother was that your mother would give birth to you and you, you shall be a savior to the nations. So the struggles and all those things that mom went through is all because of the grace and the destiny that is upon you. That is the work of mom and she has done her job. And so long as she is alive, honor mom, honor your mother. Honor your mother. But you know something? Let me get to the next step. In honoring your mother, honoring your father. And some of you, you hate your fathers. Forget it. Drop that thing off your heart and yeah, don't hate him. It's a burden on your own self. Forget it. Don't hate your father. I'm telling you. And you know, Don't be worried. One question has brought us to this point. Too, so, so all that I'm trying to say here. Because many of you are having issues understanding some of these things. When you give birth to a child, it is a responsibility of yourself to take care of the child. If you don't, even if God doesn't want to punish you, nature, nature, universal laws will punish you. I'm telling you, universal laws will punish you. Even if God doesn't want to. No matter the mercy God will show on you. 
some doors will never open. It is the same way as a man is married to a woman and you are not treating the woman well. Some doors can quickly shut. I'm telling you. Because eh, these things are matters of destiny. You see? <laughs> matters of destiny. Heavy ones. Heavy ones. There is the biblical truth I want us to know. Once you get married, honor your wife, honor your, your parents. Your wife or your husband now has become the personality that God is bringing to your life as a destiny helper to bring forth other destinies that God has already planned. And there are many problems that the enemy is trying to bring into marriage. And there is the, the issue. The enemy has realized that there is a whole lot going on between mother-in-laws and the wives. I'm bringing something in here. So a young man will get married and the young man's mother will start picking issues with the wife. There is a way to handle this one. And that is what I want to, I want to teach. If you, if you are listening to me today, you are blessed. Because this has brought a lot of divorce in this entire thing called marriage. I'm telling you, mother-in-law, I want you to understand this plain. And I'm speaking to you from the scriptures. Listen. I beg of you, no matter how you love your mother, I know some of you will not understand what I'm about to say, no matter how you love your father, your matrimonial home is your home, not their home. That is why the Bible says you will leave your mother and your father. Don't let your mother or your father stay in the same house you are dwelling with your wife. You can take it. You can choose not to take it. It is for your own good. You don't know what I'm saying. Listen, if you want a good place for your mother to stay, you can get her a place that you can visit her all, all the time. But don't let her come and stay in your home. You have not seen anything. And you know, most of the times, eh, a man, man, the husbands, they create a lot of issues. Most of the times. The husbands, mothers. And if there is anything, you see, well, the, the women, they, most of the times, their mothers don't have any issue. Because honestly, let me be plain with you. 
when a, a woman even gives birth in marriage, it is the woman's mother that must even come and take care of the child, not the man's mother. Naturally, that is how the whole thing is. Hmm. I'm pressing on certain keys today. Share this to some married people. Let them listen. Because some people's marriages are underwater. Castro underwater. <laughs> I'm telling you. Some of these pastors cry even afraid to teach. Because they are afraid. Pastors, they are even afraid to talk about this. Because in the church, there is a certain kingdom financier, a woman, who is living in the, the, the son's matrimonial home, always troubling the young lady. And the woman will be in the What are you? <laughs> Pastor is afraid to talk because she's a kingdom financier. When pastor says, Mama, what you are doing is wrong, hey, the woman will not give money to support kingdom business again. Listen to me, be wise, and listen to God. I'm not telling you to go and hate your mother. You see, it is possible. Some people also have the appearance living in their matrimonial home and they are in peace. Oh so, yeah, but majority of them are having issues. I'm telling you. The woman will cook. The mom, what, what is this? Ah, it looks like today the pepper day inside the thing too much. Ah, today what? Every time. You see, when a woman is in the house with the husband only. She is free to do everything that the husband loves. Free. Like a dreaming beer is free. Clear. But when the mother is in the house, when the guy's mother is in the house, when the guy cry won't even support the lady wash some clothes. The mother, hey, come, you know the owner is in here. And I read to her them. All those nonsense things. When I help my wife to what is the problem in that one when I help my wife to wash? Right now, cry, we don't do washing plenty like the washing machine is there. You just help her put the thing inside, then just you know do your stuff. Or you can take it to the lot. Some people can't even allow their wife to wash. They take things to the laundry and they do their own thing then. You follow what I'm, and some of you ladies are drawn doors in the door. I quite drawn a door. Today, Miss Pissy made an enemy decal, but I want to be plain with you. Listen, and let's intention go back to the three ways. That's not what I'm saying. Right now, blender, but first, no one can you are you a pan. Rao, but only now in searching in ash. You see, blender, but 
if the boom has been within few seconds, where you nice. It's good. You can get a lot of time to, you know, you can do a lot of stuff. It is good. But the thing is, I take time so what are you using that the rest of the time for? Three hours on WhatsApp. You don't have vision. You you don't have vision. You don't even need a man to marry. I'm telling you. Do you know what people are using their time to do? Do you know why people are even crying that they Masa? It is break nakatetino that tetina no ayua. Just before so we melt him coning we in a real crampon. My dear, thirty minutes is gone. Right now, it's at thirty minutes in the the and full a ben quine at the at once. It is our time now, can it follow crying on music all those hours on, on food, you know? They still have time to do stuff that help their marriage. But you, short time one where they are near you. Spices are able to say, Chow. And then you see this fire will fall today. Spices, Chow. Spices, Chow. You don't have time. Why? You are spending all your time on WhatsApp, all your time on Instagram, all your time on Facebook. When did you even sit down to read a book about how to manage finances as a woman? Let me tell you, if you're a young man and you want to be rich, most of your money. Let your wife handle it. I mean most. Not all, but most. But do you know something? Teach your wife on how to handle finances. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. We are men. And I, we know how we, men and money. If you are looking for anybody that can save, it's a woman. Savings. My savings. H-M-M-A. Men love to give. They can give, sir. What about those who have not married? Oh, if you have, if you are not married, they don't don't trust the lady because the beauty is Agubrata atubas. Even married grannies, marriage is a risk. Mm, marriage is an eternal risk. So in this world, it is risky not to take a risk. Oh, yeah, the only thing that helps us is that we know God, that God is the one that instituted marriage. When we are in it, it is by faith. You, you are in a relationship with somebody, that could be a joint account. Hey, this is that one. Papa, that was it. So the day that you saw the lady in another man's car, or car seven, that day when your heart got broken, you wanted to jump from 
21-story building to the floor. Because some of them didn't tell me, it's not about the hand that has broken it. The money that they have saved with the ladies that is, and you know, the ladies too, but once you break up with them, no, a call, a call, a cockra. They have transferred it into another account. Scanashi. I'm not saying it's all ladies are there, you know. I don't want to be much more of, um, people's cultural stuff, but I'm just trying to speak certain wisdom into your mind. Yeah, I'm trying to speak wisdom into your mind. Teach your the, the woman you are getting married to or your wife how to manage finances. Okay? So now, there are certain women, eh, when you give them even 30 cities, they know how to prepare certain soup that you never think it came out of 30 cities. Till now, some of you, Anka, you complain. Hey, I'm crying. Hey, I'm crying. Hey, right now, when you're going to buy Kotoji, come on. 19, 19, 19, no Kotoji. Oh, it's true. They will complain. Right now, when you go to the market, Amani, I don't know the English name for Amani. Amani, why didn't they You see, for me, you didn't get a cramp for man of God. You don't know the price. You see, why didn't you say, petrol, cry to petrol. How does the petrol affect the soup? How the petrol is soldier? Somebody said, I'm, 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 a, I'm an easy. <laughs> hey, I said, Moon. You see, somebody said, 100 Ghana cry, you get stew, soup, banku, shito, and get 30 Ghana chips. Look at a woman. Okay, women. Someone says it's a lie. <laughs> Maybe just on one idea, and you're many now in the backyard. Oh, but she can do it, honestly. You see, I must say it's a lie. That means you. She can do it. See where the whole thing is going. Anointed said that it is not possible. Ah, uh, yeah. What am I trying to say today? I'm just being plain with you. Okay? Yeah. There is so much to know and understand in this life. And you know, in this life, anointing only cannot help you fulfill destiny. There are so many things you need to know. You need the wisdom of God. 
you also need the natural understanding and wisdom of things to handle a lot of things in this life. Once you become a Christian, there's always a way of life to every Christian in this world. If you are not married, there is a certain law that governs how you should live. When you get married, there is a certain law that governs how you should live. When you are even eating, there is a way you are supposed to. Don't sit in a public um, or commercial bus and you are eating, licking your fingers. Who born you? of God let's learn some of these things because we all know that life is spiritual but you know sometimes then the most spiritual things are the most physical things we don't take spiritual I don't know if you understand this statement I just made when I was in senior high school there is this course that we used to do it's called physics physics and it is from the word physics that physical came from. Physics. It is from this word that physical came from. But what was so physical? And everybody knows that there's always a difference between physical and spiritual. But when I started studying physics, I got to know that no, this thing is much more spiritual than it is called. I'm telling you. I never understood certain spiritual things until I started studying physics. My God, it is physics that taught me about frequency and energy. And I'm telling you, when you are looking at spiritual things, even spirits are called energies. Whether you know it or, or whether you like it or yes, that is how they are called. Energies, even God himself. Do you know the Bible calls Jesus Christ the wisdom and power of God? The wisdom and power of God. So Christ, the wisdom and power of God. That word power actually is the scientific word we use. Energy. So Christ actually is the energy of God. Christ is the energy of God. What is the energy of God? I think one of these will be, will be talk about that. The word spirit, when you bring it to science, science don't want to call spirit spirit, they call it energy. So when you read the Bible and the Bible speaks of the seven spirits of God, you're actually talking about the seven energies of God. And energy is not what we get from eating food, no. That is why some of us class five division, uh, class two make four division. What is energy? Energy is the ability to do work. Even that division alone, let's go, let's go into it. The ability. Do you know ability? It is out of the word ability that we have the word able to be able. The Bible said, God, now unto him who is able to do 
exceedingly and abundantly above all that we ask or think. Who is that person? God. So God is able. So what are we trying to say? God is an energetic personality. God has energy. What makes God able is the energy. And what is that energy? Paul said, I can do all things. That word can do is the energy we are talking about. And do you know how he spoke about that? He said, I can do all things through Christ. So Christ is actually the energy that is making Paul say, I can. You cannot say you can do something when the energy to do it is not there. And that energy is Christ. It is, Christ is the power of God. So science, instead of calling, and I, I've told you this, can I take you somewhere else? Can I take you somewhere Do you know, when you, are, when you are really looking at God, you are looking at things from God's perspective, eh? there is really no difference between the Holy Ghost and Christ. Yeah. So when you mention Holy Spirit, to God, it is Christ. And now, when we mention Christ, to God, it is not really Jesus. Let me break it down for you to understand. There is a slight difference between Jesus and Christ, even though they are the same. There is a slight difference between Jesus and Christ. Now, let me explain. When I ask you, Pedro, what is your name? You say Pedro. But do you know that you are actually a dimension of three, three, let me say you are actually made of three dimensions. Your spirit, your soul, and your body. So now, that name Pedro, which part of you carry that name? Is it your body, your soul, or your spirit? And why is it that when witches mention name, your name in, in their world, it is not your body that goes, but a certain part of you. <laughs> so when we mention Pedro, what, which part of you actually responds to that name? Is it your body or your soul or your spirit? This will let you know that you don't only have one name. Do you remember that when Isaiah was prophesying, he said that, but when Jesus was born, they didn't name him Emmanuel. What was Jesus' name? Jesus. Why didn't they call him Emmanuel? Emmanuel is the name of a certain part of him. Jesus is the name of a certain part of him. And Christ is also the name of a certain part of him. Can we go there? Now, look at this. When Jesus was born, in fact, the name Jesus was given to him, not by Joseph, because Joseph is not the father of Jesus. It was given to him when God declared it through the mouth of the angel that visited Mary. So they called him Jesus. And Jesus is what everybody knew. 
everybody called him, oh, Jesus, yeah, the son of the carpenter. Jesus, the son of the carpenter. But one day, Jesus gathered his disciples and asked them a question. I think Matthew 18 or so. And he asked them and he said, who do men say that I am? And they began to say, some say, oh, some say you are Isaiah. Some say you are Elias, the prophet. Some say you are this. Some say you are this. And he said, okay, then who do you also say that I am? Then the, all the disciples became quiet. All of a sudden, Peter spoke out and said, Thou art the Christ. Why didn't, say you are, why didn't he say you are Jesus? He said, Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. This is when Isaiah started prophesying. In the book of Isaiah 6 and Isaiah 9, and he started saying things like, Unto us a son is, a child is born and a son is given. So he's actually speaking of one personality but in two dimensions. He said, unto us, a child is born, but the son, a son is given. So Jesus actually is a dimension of a child and a dimension of a son. So that the child was born by who? Mary. The son was given by who? God. And how was the son given? John 3:16. For God so loved the world and gave his only begotten son. And who is the son that God gave? This is what Peter is saying, that thou art the Christ, the son of the living God. So the son of God is Christ, but the child of Mary is Jesus. The child was born by Mary, and they called him Jesus. But the son was given by God, and they called that son Christ. So there is a certain difference between Jesus and Christ. Now, let me bring you to the similarity. Yay, are you all with me? I'm, I'm feeling the Atria anointing here right now. <laughs> it will help you to understand what I'm about to say. Do you know that your spirit has a name? Your spirit. Your spirit has a name. And the name of your spirit is neither Seth, nor Gloria, nor Benedict, nor Solomon. No, that is not the name of your spirit. Your spirit has a name. The name of your spirit actually is your assignment. So Jesus was the son, the, the child that was born. The name of the spirit of Jesus was Christ. And that was his assignment. Christ is the assignment of Jesus Christ. So the main life of Jesus Christ was to Jesus lived on earth to fulfill Christ. And once you fulfill your assignment, the name of your assignment is attached to the name that men gave you. That is why Jesus was once called Son of Man. And at the same time, he was also called the Son of God. So Jesus was known as Jesus. But when he fulfilled his assignment, he was now called the Lord Jesus Christ. So now, let's say the name of my spirit is also called Christ. When I finish my assignment on this earth, I will receive a name. Don't you remember that the Bible said that all those that will overcome, when we come before Christ, he will write a name on our foreheads. Don't you know? He will write a name. The book of Revelations, one of these days we talk about that. He will write a name. What name is that? It is the name of your assignment. 
Are you following? So you see, how come it, it was only, and the moment Peter sat down at the Christ, the Son of the Living God, Jesus turned to Peter. Said, Thou art Peter. Flesh and blood did not reveal this thing to you. That means, if it is flesh and blood, they will call me Jesus because that is what they know. All that flesh and blood knows is that I am called Professor. All that everybody knows is that I am called this. But there is a certain name that is hidden from flesh and blood. It is only revealed by the Father that made that part of me. There is a name. There is a name. There is a name. And the Bible said all the family in heaven and on earth were named after the Father. So it is only the Father that knows this name. That is why when Peter said this, Jesus then said, Hey, flesh and blood did not reveal this to you. But this is from my Father, which is in heaven. This is from my Father. Because he's the one that gave me as the Son. That is why Jesus, when he was in heaven, he was not called Jesus. In fact, he had a different name based on the realm that he manifested. When he was in heaven, he was called the Word of God. When he came to the earth, he was now given to us as the Son. So he became the Son of God. And even the Son of God that he became, it was still hidden because people could not see. Because it was only in the hands of the Father. The only thing that they got to know was that he was the Son of Man. And that man was Joseph, but it was not him. That is why it is very dangerous to despise a man you don't know. Let me just bring it that way. Very dangerous to despise a man that you don't know. This man is not motivational preaching. I'm talking from spirit realm perspective. We are not talking about motivational things that, you know, don't worry. When people despise you, you know, you shall be great. Forget about that thing. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about spiritual matters. Exactly. This is what Paul said, when a man, if a man be in Christ, he's a new creation. All things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Therefore, I know no man after the flesh. When I see a man, I don't look at his physical name. I don't see what he has done physically. I try to decode that which is hidden on the inside of the man. I might be dealing with a certain great apostolic voice to the nations if i joke and i just try to criticize him on what i have seen him do physically or what he has said i am destroying my own destiny this is why ghana one of the things that is causing ghana not to rise among the african nations is because we talk against god's anointed and any great personality that is our problem. And if we don't solve this one, we will never go anywhere, no matter the promises of God on our lives. If we don't stop this, everybody would want to leave the nation. Every, 
foolish bloggers will just write nonsense about an anointed person that you don't know. Hey, let us be careful. And the same Christians who are the people that will go and read. They go and read what the blogger has written. And they will be debating among themselves. They are going for youth meeting and you are talking about the pastor. They said this man of God has done this. <clears throat> Pastors of nowadays, they do this, they do this, and later they will come and stand and preach. And they will come and do it. Hey, do you know what you are doing to your destiny? And the most... The way God has made the world end. Whatever you are doing will not end with you. Whether good or bad, it will transfer to another generation. That is the most important thing. Since if we are looking at things generationally, and that certain things will never even utter from our mouths. I'm telling you, when I understood these things, hey, I understood that even repentance of one man, when me, I repent right now, wholeheartedly, when I say I repent, it can affect my children. I'm telling you. Do you know what happens? Repentance can go a long way to alter something in your blood. I think I've thought on this before. How repentance can change your blood. Hey, somebody says, small anointing that I have, they call me Adompic. Small anointing. I said, why don't you have some? Say a small, small, the Kotobie. <laughs> <laughs> Small oil that has come upon you, you call it. I don't pay. It's okay, fine. I don't go to the other end for the big. No, but I know my big to be. And can was running this kind of track. Do you think Zenga Kennedy that phone call? You will not be anointed. Masa. The price you would have to pay to receive just a certain drop of God's oil. Eh? Something you have to all your ego. That is why when people get money before anointing, they feel so big to pay the price. But the to me money for saying it is good to get money. See, yeah, I'm telling you, money. Anybody that will tell you money is not good, run away from that person. He's a killer. Money is good, but I'm telling you something. It is rather to die for an anointing than to die for money. Huh. Money is good, but I see anointing to be great. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Money is very good, damn good. In fact, when you are even anointed to a certain extent, you cannot get to without money. But you know something? Respect anointing. Anybody that lifts or overrates money when it comes to anointing, be very careful. That is what I'm trying to explain. 
sometimes when a man is looking for an anointing and the man doesn't have money do you see that sometimes when the man is walking in purity in that state where he, he lacks money and everything he can pray for oil to come upon him and he doesn't really he doesn't really struggle what am i trying to say this is the key when a man lacks money that is why those times they used to think that poor people are the anointed people do you know why it is because all those kind of things that money could bring out of their hearts had not yet been manifested that pride was nowhere because they know they don't have money they don't have anything so when they go before god in prayer they go like empty people and they begin to pray they can't even go and propose to a lady because they know that actually you know, what, what do i have to kind of keep her and in some one of these days you call and say, oh, hmm, hmm. I don't know what's going on, but things are really bad. She will not ask for money, do but the things he's saying in the say, Charlie, the crazy two more money, man. So oh, only says, can any and they didn't mean any any any. Let me go and fire prayer. Lord, anoint my head with fresh oil. Upon So he has dropped all the ladies, not because he cannot do that, too, but the money to go and chase after them is not there. So this person can be anointed, can be. I didn't say will definitely be, can be anointed. So they can get to a point where they can even forget about women and fornication and those stuff. Because they, some of them see the only way for them to also rise in life is to be anointed and gifted. So they will fast and prayer, giftings will start manifesting. But when a man gets money more before anointing, Sometimes these men don't really get anointed. So I have seen a lot of people who are in ministry. They have the money. They can do everything. Eh? They can organize programs. The speakers, the stage, everything they will gather. The money is there. But when they gather the people and they stand in front of them, they are anointing to set the people free from their bondages is not there. Money can solve a lot of problems. I'm telling you, about 98% of the problems in this world can be solved with money. But the other 2%, no matter the amount of money you have, we have seen people that used money, dollars, as pillow. When they had certain sicknesses, they went to the hospital, the doctors told them, no, this one is not physical, take it somewhere else. They spent every money. That is to tell you, that money cannot solve all problems it cannot solve all problems sometimes anointing must speak do you know something two people were walking one was a rich man one was an anointed man when they got the first the first person that saw they were all walking on the same path. The rich man was the one leading. Whilst he was on his way, he met a certain man who was crippled, sitting on the floor, begging for money. The rich man gave the guy money. And after that, he went to buy a wheelchair. 
and said, you are sitting on the floor. If not, go sit in this wheelchair. And he left. At least he has done something good. Is that not so? But when the anointed man got there, he said, in the name of Jesus, I did not come with money, but I came with an anointing. I declare right now, rise up and walk. The young guy got up from the rich man's wheelchair and began to walk. This is to let you know what the guy was actually in need of was for him to walk again, not for him to sit in a nice wheelchair that, that can be moved by itself. At this point, you see when anointing can rule over money. I have seen rich people, they have done everything, their wives cannot get pregnant. Everything, IVF, everything, still, they have paid all sums of money, still. But there was a young evangelist who doesn't have money. He got there and the Lord whispered into his ears, pray for this man, lay hands on the wife's belly, she takes it. The, man, the young guy prayed for the man's wife. Two months later, the woman was pregnant. The man said, Man, God, come. What do you want? The man said, Whatever the Lord places on your heart. He said, Come, I'm getting a land for you, building a church. Uh, I am I'm just putting everything inside, instruments, everything. Go and do the work of God. And every month I am going to give you 20,000 Ghana cities. Whatever you need, call me man of God. You know that anointing can even cause money to save. Anointing. I'm not saying money is no good. Money is good. Hey, let me let me say this. When people get money before anointing comes in, sometimes they feel so big to pay the price for the anointing. Sometimes they feel so big. Because sometimes, eh, what God will do to you to be anointed, you you don't. Nobody likes that. Nobody likes that school. When you look at that air conditioned room, you live in. Tell the food you eat. God says, go to a chair three months. fasting and prayer. Charlie, God says, that is the way to be anointed. Fast and pray. And how you have arranged the 19 pillows on your bed. You, you start showing you all the things you have, the cars, you know, the lands that you own, the, the houses you have built. Then all of a sudden, Anointing will look so foolish for you to do that thing for. So I've seen, that is why I keep telling you this. Set your heart right, okay? Set your heart right. So that in case you get money before anointing, money will not let you lift your shoulders. But I always say it this way. My brother, fast. Prayer, walk in purity, let the anointing flow. Once the anointing is flowing, think more into businesses, think more on how to make wealth. The anointing can even show you how to make wealth. You can make wealth whilst you are still anointed. 
This is the best. This is the best. This is the best. I have seen a lot of men of God, very rich, hey, very rich Ankasa, men of God, very, they got money early. These were called to be prophets. And they have lifted, you see, they, they have branded the ministry. It's so, so beautiful. Like branding the ministry. See, come a ministry yesterday. I'm telling you, that's now your ministry now in this car. <laughs> You know that certain people cry will not even come to your church. I remember this I was, when we were in classroom. Hey! The people that were even coming to church cry, when we closed it, they say, Man of God, I need offering to go home. By the time we are done, all the, I need, just all the offering, a cup. All the people that are coming to the place are people with issues. The day they come and you don't give them money, hey! By the time you realize that stuff, no, 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 I'm telling you, but when we left the classroom to a better place, I realized that even the people that are coming to church and the difference are them. All the people with you see, huh? <laughs> because you enter the place and the, the way the AC is blowing, Charlie, so you need to come to your spirit straight. Maybe I need to say, I to sure that Jesus is dinner ever pretty. Now, Cassis. Says, I'm going to tell you what S.U.S. make a kaboom, sir. Now, S.U.S. make a kaboom, sir. Now, S.U.S. make a kaboom, sir. We're sorry, Democrat. When the oil is there, pa, and there's no money. And you see, one of the most, <laughs> the most painful aspects is that this oil that is on you can let people get plenty money. And when they get the money, they are gone. And you, <clears throat> yeah. Once you get anointed, because listen, the anointing to prophesy is different from the oil to make wealth. It's not the same. They are not the same. You need to pray. 
can be anointed to prophesy, heal the sick, raise the dead, and still struggle financially. So you need to work things out. You know, people think that working out to get money is success. Um, to them, that is, um, you know, according to their definition, to it is right. We all need money. But let's put this at the back of our minds. If anointing can cause a man to get money, but money cannot cause a man to get anointing, then you need to think about something well. You need to know the one you want to die for, whether it is money or anointing. So, in my life, when they are struggling for money, just doing everything to get money. Man of God, yes, I need to take care of my children. I need to, it is good. Hey, it is good, though, to get money. Take care of your children and your generations. Yes, it is good. But don't drop an anointing. It is better you work for both. And sometimes the way to get money is not the way to get anointed. Because the way to get money sometimes goes about you starting businesses, you know, trying to, you know, work things out. And sometimes the way to get anointed means go and hide somewhere. So you're going to hide somewhere without doing anything to can make you poor. Right now, what should I do to get both anointed and also be oiled for money? In order to show us the way. Okay, somebody said I have a question. Okay, BP, you can ask your question. Okay, you can ask. Okay, so please, my question is, when you go out on a date with someone for the first time and you request for your picture, can you send it to the person? Sometimes it feels like there is fear attached, especially when you don't really know the person very well. Okay, and the second, that it please, what would be your advice for a person when she realizes that her very good friend is interested in her, but then she is not? But she wants to try and maintain that friendship. Be, be plain. Let me touch on the second question. Be plain. If you are not interested in him, tell him or her that I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I want us to maintain this friendship. I don't want us to go any extra harm. But please, let's. Yeah. And by we understand. There are some people when they propose you and they say, Oh, please, um, I, I want us to be friends. They will just block your line and go, Dan and Uncle. You can't get any tree. Especially the ladies. A lady can, you know, ladies are not supposed to propose, but a lady can gather them. And to them, they think that all guys are cheap. Once you just propose, they say, Yes, who told you? You gather them, 
man for two years. The one B. Is it Kwame? Kwame, Kwame, Kwame. Master, Master, we don't need to show you what you are. Allah, they feel you. Now, Kwame, hear me, hear me. Hey, what are you talking about? Hey, hey, sister. What? No, 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 no. Please, I beg. Um, like all, no, Asaka. All jokes aside. Ah, Kwame, pa. All jokes aside, sir. Sister, this is feeling so bad. If one man will block it, you know, guys, too, when a lady proposes to them, about 85% of guys will talk to their friends about it. Charlie, Charlie, waiting upon your steel, I tell to you, you know, especially when you are passing and he's with his friends, and look at you, you will cry, your work case will change. As the peons all contaminate, you know that you are coming back. One was a normal slipper, and yet heal, but now ninety hatches, and they will say heal. I would say, Oh, baby. Oh, I'm releasing keys by net. So please let the person know and and cut. And yeah, okay. Um, you, I'll talk to you. Um, you, I'll talk to you. Ocean, so now we're interested. Kakrane, nepa, give it time. I said, give it time. You say, I know, I understand some of these things, but I am because I don't understand some of some, some things that you guys are feeling, always feeling, especially the ladies. It is serious. You give attention to what you are feeling too much. So you can see a lady and the guy she's working with. All because the guy is, is handsome. It will be a destiny one day. Do you know the reason why God brought you to this head? For you to come and marry a handsome guy. You are mad. I just don't understand. The way I see things, I don't understand. I don't get it. The way when the thing, see the way I'm talking, I didn't hate him. I just, many young ladies, you can see a young lady in church, when you, or the bema on any little betrayal one, the guy doesn't want to go to church at all. The guy doesn't respect any pastor, he talks against pastors and all that. But this is the lady, this is the guy that a lady in church who is an usher who goes, What is wrong with you? Did, where did you leave your brain? Look what kind of man of God, you know, I love him. Like, when I'm with him, I feel so. You feel what? You are feeling mad. You are feeling mad. <laughs> Oh Jesus Christ. Huh? Most of the people that are really fulfilling destiny in marriage, go and ask some of them how they choose their wives. Or husbands, go and ask some of them. I'm telling you serious things. A lady can just give herself, put her own fan herself in the crown mother manner. She can say yes to a guy's proposal because he has money. One, because he's handsome. Two, 
some of them can even go to the extent of saying that oh he has hair on his chest. I don't get it. This is what Prophet Dr. Kufu will say. I think now these pastors need to bring kings to church. Kings. Kings, pa. Who's your boyfriend? She was for Papa. She cried the day this one. You see, who a team, you bet come with team praying. Because then our ladies are becoming too canal. It's serious. It is getting so it is getting so tensious in this place. So tensious. You are a young lady. What are you saying? Actually, we are wearing the same. Actually, and you see, when guys know that ladies are moved by words, they speak. And they say about eighty percent of ladies don't want to hear the truth. When a young guy comes and say, um, you know, the family they need me more, but I can't, I can't. I mean, the lady doesn't want to hear that. They are looking for the guy that will come and say, you look, you look splendid. In the whole world, I've never seen a lady. It's a lie. One crowd lady now would say, Obi Huan Fetchel, who's who be dead in Ujinaho. What is wrong with you? Wouldn't you be one who's a star now? Would be let you know. You now you know your sister said, Dimple, we are not talking about beauty here. This thing is not about facial beauty. Wouldn't you be bring one? You now you know. There's a baby be cast. You are the most beautiful woman in the entire world. There's a beauty lies in the eyes of the beholder. Before somebody's eyes, don't cry in your own eyes, grandfather. If you know that you are not all that beautiful, you know, you know, you know, and you can let somebody's voice just alter what you think. If you never want to catch any, you know, I'm horny, ma. Who a baby answer me? Who a fetching a baby? If you're a guy and you're always telling the lady you look more beautiful than any woman, you can say this to only your wife. Come, you know, compliment ladies, yeah. And sometimes you can go to an extent that is very awesome. Oh, honey, you look, you, you look beautiful. Wow, wow. God bless your mother for giving birth to you. You are, you are such an amazing personality. And I thank God for you as a gift in my life. I know with you, destiny is already fulfilled. You know, do you know some of these things can push a woman to <coughs> urban? Some of it, you know, a person you can me in the And I want to tell you something. 99.99999% of these words from men are not coming from their heart. Some of them are trauma. Are tra- <laughs> they wouldn't need boys in there. They are trauma and all back. We deliver a council. It's a whole essay. To banner the way things seem to be now. Who's waiting for no one here? Okay, pet, no one started. Because I shall see all over again. The whole show, no one started. With me, both did their trade. Beatrice, you know, you are the most. Now, you're ready to be a twerp for me. No, you know, okay, okay, I know what's happening. Beatrice, 
You know, you are the most beautiful woman I have ever, ever seen or met. Seen or met. No, I have met. You are Beatrice. As I started to be Chelai, no. Now the month now, and I'm more, 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 and that is what they know. That is what you want to hear. I'm telling you. That is why most ladies, about 85% of ladies, dress for men to compliment them. I'm telling you. It is true. This one, by statistics, 80%, 85% of ladies, they dress for men to compliment them. The lady will know that she's okay, she's nice. On one shot, she but can't let me send me more far. She doesn't even believe what she knows she is. And it's the same way when somebody sees the other way around. Hey, what dressing nice are you? Makeup nice, you because hey, then what print you when you say some do free summer boy? You say, ah, man, on my end, say was a mask, be a jacket. Don't allow words to control your mind like that. Huh? Yeah. We are all coming from different parents so, <clears throat> and different backgrounds. Our faces will never be the same. But the, the, the look of your face is not supposed to destroy your destiny. I'm telling you the truth. Some of us, when you look at my eyes, for instance, my eyes, you see, I can your face with my eyes. When I look at you twice, you can faint because the power that is coming from the eyes, Holy Ghost. And those times when my hair was down, so. When I'm coming, the first part of me that you see is my eyes. So my eyes will come before my head. I was very hoochious and you know, fearfully made personality. Also, for the let me change soon soon. Soon soon. But you know, I accepted myself. Now your own eyes that is what i got from my mother and father it is not god it is my mother and father i got my body from my parents it is either you look like your father or your mother or any of the people in their lineage i told you your spirit came from god but how your body will look like is dependent on the kind of mother or father that gives birth to you Yeah, so you have to understand that one. I watched a short video of some guys, I think a lady and four guys, and they themselves believe they were not nice. And they were always putting trouble on their parents. Like, ah, that power, why did you go for a woman that is also just like you to give birth to our Hoosier's faces? <laughs> So please, who gave birth to you doesn't matter. In a way, it matters because it can have effect 
inside you. The reason why I'm saying it doesn't matter is because you have come to know Christ, and Christ is the solution to all the troubles of the family. So you need to rise in Christ, be strong in the Lord, and break off every generational evil thing, and you shall see victory in your life. So, Beatrice, that is the answer to the second question. If you are not interested, just tell the person that you are not interested. But say it in a polite way. Because some of you don't know how to say things in polite ways. The guy is showing interest. In please, 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 I'm not interested. In the songs of faith. That thing here. I also ban any. If you force some some ladies they also have terms so show bam All these nonsense things. And you see, you talk to men, these are the same ladies two men will always be chasing after. They say, Yes, yeah, so yeah, man, the men are meant to look around. I don't I don't understand. Recently I saw, I saw a video of a young guy that got broken heart. <laughs> and I said, This broken heart. Even God cried. The Bible said it, it repented God. It grieved God in his heart that he has made man. God was the first person that God broke his heart. God, he was the first person. My heart was it was broken enough in But by God's grace. And the Holy Ghost back in Kanyama Boma and Afa. Oh, look at him. And I know some of you here, the ladies, Mamma Bissun, Mosu, eh, Marcus, William, where you bear fruits. I must have to curse it. Now, it's okay. Fine, I'm not here. Somebody said, I didn't say I was a Wukai. I was awful. The name one and Namiamedada and Mamusu. Oh, yes, yes, so I in his own assa. Oh, there's Naka worship in Quasan, yeah, it's me soon. You see, hey, near worship is the same, but go your shaming there would be had a year as a year. I remember sometimes I was preaching in church. Ah, this thing I will never forget. <laughs> I was preaching. God showed me what the lady that I'm planning to marry was doing. At that same time in church, my eyes opened when I saw the thing. I was teaching, I was deep in the spirit teaching. All of them said, everybody lift your two hands. 
Praise the Lord. I called one of my sons and gave the microphone to myself. So um, tomorrow morning, come I want to handle everything. I'm come. I went home and I sat close to my bed. I said, God, <laughs> why, Master? We have all been there before, Master. You know, sometimes we keep our tears inside us as fathers so that the faith of the sons will also not, you know. At that time, my son too was having some one or two hitches in his relationship. The next day he came, because I told him to come. And also, by not in the relationship, my temper, my crossing the nine of the or can I make kind of dinner? Or can I make kind of dinner? Name Yakaya could do the beer, make Kaya, Monsieur, and I'm saying, Oh, this, oh, this, you sweet that me. Namine Boafo. And when my son left, oh, when a year, a year, a year, as I was a please, what made you, as I was down there, I would say. How can God reveal the thing to me in church? When I was teaching in church, when I was deep, and you know, when the teaching grace and the anointing is released on me like that, Charlie, and the people are clapping. In the middle of the clap, when they was getting tensious, and you know, it was my own fault because God told me to quit that relationship. I did not. So he was doing everything to let me know. The Kasatrona Wintia. The two Funas went to Yaoka and Tiade. And this Antiade Nedia. The Koypa. Radinia Boafo. So, Beatrice, that is it. Just be polite with the person. Let the person know that, please, I'm, I'm sorry. Not. That's why most of the time the ladies they don't want to go straight for to say they are not interested. They want to say I'm currently I'm I'm focusing on lengthy stuff. So I want to complete my education and do this and do this. That means if we a guy now, baby catch or professor in the master's PhD and sana Reda Obwa Obwa or Donna one drop query by only mouth. Sometimes you say you would give say a you know, yeah. Because by faith we shall conquer the world. And some people too, they, some ladies told them that, please, I'm, I'm not interested in you. I can't. Sorry. But still they pursued. And with that feel, they recovered. <laughs> they recovered everything. Some put that they later got married to the women that said no last few years. And you know, and I keep telling you, faith is a risk. Because there are people that God even told them that this one is your wife. They went to, to put the person said no. I'm, I'm, I'm not. Even if God tells me that I should marry you, I will say no. Hey! I'm, I'm telling you, it's a serious matter. I'm, I, oh, I know a guy, about two or three guys that have had issues like that. God told me, I said, Are you sure God told me? Man, I know. I was in a vision. In the vision of the night, I saw my spirit being lifted. I said, Oh, would you call? And I, all of a sudden, I was in the clouds. I was suspended. And I began to see stars. 
and one star drew close to me and as the star was getting close to me i saw that it was singing and as the star was singing i heard the voice to be the voice of naomi and all of a sudden hey. when it comes to choosing bride god told me god told me if you're a guy here and you're using god told me to win a lady be very careful never that format me die Even me, a prophet, I never told my beloved that God told me. Meanwhile, I prayed, and God said she's good to go. I never told my God told me that. What kind of thing is that? Stop, stop, stop. It's not nice. Even if God told you, you don't, you don't say, you don't talk about that. Like, we don't use that format to win a lady's heart. Because there are many young ladies that, said, that said yes to certain men because they said God said. And in their own ignorance, they were trying to, you know, follow the, the purpose of God. I know a young man that told a lady, a young prophet, told a lady that, you young lady, the Lord ministered to me right now that the guy you are in a relationship with is not your husband. That foolish prophecies, I don't want to hear them. I'm not saying God cannot say that. But many young ladies have decided, listen, let me draw the line about relationship and prophecy for you to understand something. Okay? Be very careful with prophecies when you want to be in a relationship with somebody. Be very careful. I'm a prophet. I know God can speak about these things, but be very careful. There is this thing that many of you have in your mind about the right person, the right person, the right person. True, there is something like the right person, but this right person is not the way you are thinking about it. It's not that there is only one person that you can marry in this world. That is what you are always looking for. Only one person. There is nothing like that. I'm telling you the truth. There is nothing like that. So your own Padia is definitely one. He might be in Uganda. He might be in Sawaba or um, Sandema. Is that person? You know, on your one, you have to meet him and marry. There is nothing like that. If you live thinking like you will die, you marry your coffin. I'm telling you. Because listen, God made the woman. <laughs> God made the woman to help the man to fulfill the assignment God has given the man. So the woman is a helper to the man and his assignment. And you know what? Every man has assignment. The assignment of the woman is to help the man's assignment. Are you all following? Listen to this side very well. It's very, very important. So now, when a man finds a wife, the Bible says he finds a good thing. I don't want to go into all these things. It will take you have few minutes, unless we have to come back for about 30 minutes right after this session. Because we have like five minutes for this session to end. So right after um, that five minutes, we'll come back again for just um, 20 minutes and handle some other questions as well pertaining to relationship and marriage. Because I want to clear the air. Some of you have been locked in certain relationships because of prophecy. 
you need to be very careful. You need to be very careful because when it comes to the point where we say God told you that go and marry this person, it is possible, it can happen, but it's very rare. I am a prophet by God's grace. I know what I'm talking about. About 0.3% of the entire human beings on this earth will pick that thing from God. There are many prophets, men of God, that have married without hearing God's voice or did that married before. But their marriages are worth it. Someone said, please, does age ma- matter in marriage or relationships? Sometimes. 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 It matters in some few dimensions. And I will talk on that. So you see, you have the man has a destiny to fulfill, you have a destiny to fulfill. There are certain God has made it in a way that destinies are connected to other destinies, but not all destinies can join together. I don't know if you are getting what I'm trying to say. I don't know if I'm saying it well. Let's say me for instance. My destiny is to become a prophet to the nations and declare God's mind, set people free from the bondages of the wicked one and teach men how to rise as prophets. This is my destiny. And I know there are women, not one woman, there are women that can help me fulfill my destiny in this world. Let's say as I'm here, we can count about 2 million women in the whole world that I can get married to. And those ones can help me fulfill my destiny. There's not only one woman pet in this world that can help me. No. No. It's a lie. That is not the truth of God's word. So there can be about 2 million women that can help me. So I am going to choose among the 2 million. I'm going to choose one. So when I choose one, God can choose one for me from among the two. But I can also choose. So let's say that there are about 2 million women that can help me fulfill my destiny. I can choose one. When I choose one, I can come to God and say, God, that is the one I choose. Look into it for me. What God will do is that he will look into this woman and see if she's part of the 2 million that he has already assigned. That whose destiny are linked to the fulfillment of mine. And if any of these ladies fall into those two million people, God can say, you are good to go. This is all that God says. You are good to go. But listen, when God says you are good to go, it does not mean automatically it has worked. Because there are people God spoke that you are good to go, but still the relationship got broken. Because you are going to marry your husband. God is not the one going to marry you or your husband. So even though God has given you the go-ahead, you are the one going to stay in the house with your husband. You need to handle other stuff, else it will break, even though God said it. So if you are fooling, you don't know how to cook, if you don't know how to wash clothes, you don't know how to talk to a man, God can speak that this one you are going to go and still it will get destroyed. 
even aside that one cramp, you know, there are evil spirits that are also making sure because they know God has you have chosen right. And when we say a man has chosen right, it means that a man has picked among the women that can help him fulfill his destiny. He has picked a woman like that. When the devil sees that, he will attack. Because he's also looking for you to choose outside those two million people. And you know, aside those two million people, any other person you choose to marry, even though the person is not evil, an evil personality, that person cannot help. Because not all destinies can help fulfill other destinies. Everybody is good, but not everybody is good for you. That is why the ex that left you that you hate him so much is somebody's prayer and the answer to somebody's prayer. It's not because the ex is bad, but he's good, but good for another person and not you. All right, so um, I'm going to start another session right after here. We have a few seconds. One, it gets ended. Please get ready. I'm going to start another session right now. God bless you.